0: What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) We're back with another episode of Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom. I'm Katie. I'm Emily. We're a Harry Potter podcast where we moan and groan about all things Harry Potter. Yep. You know this to be true already. You do.
1: You know it. It's true. You've been here from the beginning. You have. And thanks for uh, taking a break with us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Needed a moment. We are currently in my new apartment. So I'd just like to say, yes, congratulations to me. (laughs) And secondly, um, I've done my very best to get some soundproofing in, but it's an apartment, so. (laughs) We're doing the best we can. Apologies for, like, you know, a little bit of background noise, but we're human. And my dog already snores on the podcast every day. So, like, (laughs) what can you really be that mad at? You should be used to it. So anyway, just wanted to put that out there. There's planes, trains, and automobiles, and also people slamming doors. Yeah, because people don't have decency. No, <laughs> that's part of apartment life. You know, <laughs> that comes with it the just territory, territory. So, just want to put that out there that there there definitely is a little audio difference between doing mm. this in a in a quiet home and in an apartment. So. Yeah, for sure. Just know that if you can tell a difference. We're
0: not rich. We can't buy all this fancy stuff that blocks that out. Listen, I don't live in a luxury (laughs) apartment.
1: My life is not soundproofed. Yeah. (laughs) But I do have foam pads on my ceiling. So, yeah, you're welcome.
0: Number one, you're welcome. Okay. Katie, we should just get into this. Let's get into it. So today we're coming at you guys with another ratings and rankings. (sighs) It's been a minute since we've done one of these. It has. (laughs) Um... So today we're just we chose some characters and we're just going to do like our top 3 moments yeah. of that those characters have that we really like. Yeah. So um yeah.
1: But <laughs> it's, our, it's our millionth rating and ranking and we're, we're kind of sorry but not sorry enough to stop but doing it. But you know them.
0: what, hey, we put a poll on Twitter and asked <laughs> you guys what you wanted to see from us and we got 3 votes and two of those <laughs> That may or may not have come from me and Emily. Stop. <laughs> said that <laughs> we were going to do more ratings and rankings.
1: So the third person like did me. say they want to they want to see some games and trivia. I don't know who you are, but I love you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for following us. I appreciate you very much. So we will get to we will we will we should because yeah. it's a it's a long month until May it's right. when we're going to do Gobble to Fire so.
0: Yeah, so we'll have something else coming out for sure before we start that up. Yeah. So, so we've
1: got plans for next week and then yeah. and then maybe we'll come back and do do more games, do yeah. more trivia and stuff. So that will be, be fun. fun. We'll get to it. Thank you voter. We love you. We see you. We hear you and we're going to deliver.
0: And to the rest of you, get on it. Reach yeah. out to us and tell us, us what you, you want. What the fuck is wrong with
1: you? <laughs> Vote in our poll. We're trying to make it fun. Or email us. Or email
0: follow us, or us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh my god! god. Okay, that's
1: <laughs> annoying.
0: <laughs> so, just like with all of our episodes that we did before Book Club, mm-hmm. we're back to our regular floods again. Flood in the toilet. Flooding. Oh, see,
1: there was someone just now slamming it. <laughs> just slamming it.
0: So, Emily, what has been flooding your toilet
1: this week? This week and for a couple weeks, because we've been doing book club and taking a break. It's been Mm -hmm. in the news and we haven't had a chance to talk about it. I am offended. And not like everyone else is offended. (laughs) I'm offended by everybody's offense being taken. Yeah. Um, what the fuck, you guys? (laughs) With Miss Joanne and everybody for once pouncing on her for no reason. Right. Can I just say, it's for no reason, and it's stupid. Yeah. And everybody needs to calm down. We were talking about this. Maybe, maybe you don't pay attention to things because your life is nice, you just enjoy the movies and the Harry Potter books and all of it, and you don't interact with people online. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, what is this you're speaking of? Right. What's happening? Um, so. <laughs> uh, we already discussed Crimes of Grindelwald because we watched the digital release, yeah, But she kind of hit the fan when it came out on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, because people were seeing and hearing all of a sudden these comments that she made in some behind-the-scenes stuff, which I don't even remember if we talked about, but I was very happy to hear it.
0: Yeah, Her too. saying
1: that um, Gellert and Albus, in their fun young and fascist youth, had a sexual relationship and an emotional romance. And I was like, great, cool, love to hear it.
0: Yeah. But people have been freaking out.
1: <laughs> but people have been getting mad, and I don't know why. Yeah. This is what drives me nuts. David Yates says, there's nothing about a romantic relationship with the two of them in this movie. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god, the homophobia. How dare you, when we know that, when we know that this is a thing... Yeah. And Dumbledore's gay, and you're erasing his queerness, etc, etc, et cetera, How dare you, David Yates? This quote clearly means that they will never talk about it in any of the movies ever. How dare you? Right. Okay. I was mad about that, too, because that was clearly not what was happening.
0: Right. And now
1: we get this thing where she's saying... And also saying that they were, like, in a mutual relationship, which is great news to hear. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved a little bit of, like, neck-cradling, back-alley Colin Farrell bullshit happening in some, <laughs> in some flashbacks. But It did like, in the early stages. I just, I just think, like, it's good to know that they were in a relationship for real. And that yeah. it wasn't just, like, Dumbledore being used. Because that's not great at all. Right. So... Number one, that's a great thing. But then everybody's flipping a tit. They're like, I I don't even understand. I don't even understand. And I don't even know if
0: it's like, if it's the gays getting mad.
1: Or if it's just people. Who's getting mad about this? People are
0: just so determined to get mad at her with everything that she comes out with that they don't even like take time to listen to what she's saying. They're just like, oh, she's talking and now I'm mad. I don't get why like, people it's are like angry. she can't, she can't win. Like, yeah, I get mad when she says things that I think are stupid. Or, like, comes out with, like, stuff that just doesn't feel like it fits and doesn't feel relevant at all. But, like, this is, like, big and I feel like this is what people were waiting for her to say. Yeah. And so now she came out and said it and people are, like, mad at her for it. She says that they had a romantic and sexual relationship. Which we already knew!
1: I got it. I got it from just reading that chapter in the book back in two thousand seven. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people want. I don't know why they're angry. I don't get it. We've been wanting her to say this, but people are saying it now. We
0: watched Jamie Campbell Bower have an orgasm in that mirror. We watched
1: <laughs> Jude Law peel apart his butt cheeks and press them up <laughs> against that mirror for about half of the movie. Yeah, I don't understand what you don't know, but I, I. I honestly, I don't get it, and I don't see what the big deal is, and if I'm gonna be honest, um, as one of the gays, I am offended at people being, like, making jokes like, well, J.K. Rowling's coming out and saying, like, Dobby wears a strap-on. I know! I'm like...
0: That is, like,
1: crazy and disgusting. And why are you equating that with her saying that, like, two gay characters had a gay relationship? Right,
0: I know. It's not like it's like she came out with this thing that's totally, like, not even plausible. I don't don't understand. Like, everybody's
1: wanted this. Right. What are you doing? She's fixing it. Right. What are you mad about? Why are you still pissed? Why are you angry? I think people just want to hate... Like, she didn't even say anything crazy. And I'm seeing everybody's pissed because J.K. Rowling is saying some shit about... Dumbledore and Grindelwald having sex. That wasn't even it. Right. And then I thought, okay, well maybe, when I was first seeing this, maybe people are mad because she said she's, like, not gonna explore, or she's not as interested in exploring the sexual part of their relationship as their emotional part of their relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, is that why people are mad? Because they don't think she's gonna, like, show that it was a real relationship? Yeah. But that, number one, I don't quite care for. That, like, sex has to be a part of it for it to be a real relationship. Number two, it's a fucking family movie. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want? Mm -hmm. Number three... Um, sorry, last time I checked, um, we didn't want to be known for just our sexual relationships. We wanted to have complex and emotional characters and relationships and stories in media, and we weren't getting that. And now all of a sudden when she says, yes, they were in a relationship, and I'm really excited to, like, explore, like, the emotions and the romantic part of that. Yeah. Now people are mad? Because she's not going to show them boning or something? Yeah. But then people are mad that she's even talking about them boning. I don't get it.
0: Right. I don't she, get she, it. like,
1: she can't win. And
0: people. I hate her. So I know. Like, I
1: I, I, how am I the one that's being a normal person and coming to her defense? Yeah. I don't
0: think she did anything wrong. No, I don't think she did either.
1: My toilet's overflowing.
0: <laughs> what did she... I don't get, get it, pain.
1: My toilet is clogged. My toilet... My toilet's clogged. Somebody <laughs> kept flushing it, and it's just... It, it's... I can't, Katie. Can't. I can't even put words to it. I don't get what's happening. I know.
0: I think it's dumb. I can't... It's dumb. <laughs> I... Like, that's literally, like, all we can even say about it. It's just, like, people are flipping a tit over absolutely nothing, and it's really ridiculous. I'm offended. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Leave me alone. This like kind of leads into my flood a little bit because it's like about the same thing. Mine is just like, have you seen that thing? I don't know how much you follow like Harry Potter fan pages on Facebook and stuff, but like people have been posting these things all the time that are just like, let's see what JK Rowling reveals about you. And then it's like you press the like center like text thing once you text out that first part to like figure out like what she reveals about (laughs) you to have it be some weird truth. (laughs) And I'm like, people are just, like, taking all of this way too far. Like, it's literally become, like, an internet, like, joke now. That, like, J.K. Rowling is just, like, revealing all of this absurd stuff. And I'm like, people need to cool it. Yes, she has come out about things that we are not happy about, but that doesn't mean that every single thing she says, like, doesn't have any truth behind it at all. And here's the thing, we
1: all love, Snape was a pregnant woman, Hermione was in a wheelchair. We love a joke like that. And that, I think, is funny because of what's come out of her just being like, oh yeah, is gay the whole time. Right. Uh, uh, Nagini was a woman. Nagini was an Asian woman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. But, like, her saying that, like, this basically canon relationship was a relationship and acknowledging that. Yeah. And, like, going forward to, like, have that be a part of the story instead of, like, I don't know, completely erasing it just to get like <laughs> social justice props later in life. And it's like it's, I it, I don't it's, think it's the same thing. Yeah. So I just she I don't think she did, I don't think she did anything that crazy. No, I
0: don't either. I don't think she did anything that. It's nuts. funny that like that is the thing that prompted people to totally lose yeah. their minds of everything that she has revealed recently. Of all of it? Yeah. What?
1: I'm sorry. Like after Nagini, I didn't. I thought that that was maybe like the tippity top. Yeah, and it maybe is. I, I think, think it, it is. is.
0: That's because that's
1: fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not news to me. I've known about this for twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> since this fucking book came out. Right. Clearly. Clearly, I know. People gotta- I'm, I'm serious. She did not do anything wrong this time, and you need to, like, get off her ass. I know.
0: People are just, like, pulling this way out of proportion. Why are you
1: crazier about this than when she disrespected Native Americans the way she did? Yes! Why are you more mad about this? Seriously. Why are you more mad about this? She's hate,
0: giving you all what we wanted.
1: I hate these fake woke fans. Stop. You're not getting any credit for it. You look like an asshole. Right. It's just dumb. Get out of my face. I know. She didn't do anything this time. This one time. This
0: one time. This one single time. Walk away I'm not
1: forgiving this. her for anything, but I don't think that there's nothing to get riled up about here. Right. Stop saying that like Buckbeak has orgies. Like, quit (laughs) it. Quit that. It's not the same thing. It's not. Why are you mad? We've been screaming for like 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) Katie. It's just dumb.
1: What weird truth would she reveal about me? That I'm tired. I'm exhausted all the time. (laughs) That I suck at life. Oh my god. Yeah, I think people got to lay off a little bit, just on this one. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Plenty of other things to be mad at her for. Be mad at her for the right things. Come on. Like, don't be mad at her for these things that, like, aren't important at
1: all. I just don't get what people want. Right. David Yates says, (laughs) no gay in this movie. Everybody's (laughs) mad. J.K. Rowling says, they boinked. Everybody's up in arms. Yeah. What do you want? Right. What do you need? What can I give to you? Right. So you can be soothed. (laughs) God. I don't get it. I love people. Do I? I don't know. Jury's still out on that. Jury's still out. (laughs) I just Ugh. I hope that you guys are informed and beautiful. And just like take things with a grain of salt instead of just seeing that everybody's angry. And going with the flow. Right. It's not great. It's not great, you guys. Don't be mad without having a reason to be mad. Yeah. Just look up and yeah. see what happened. It's like for real, the David Yates thing is they pulled out like two sentences from a full quote that was saying that they were in a relationship. Um, but there's just it's just not in this movie. There's no time for that. In this movie, we're setting stuff and up. people
0: like totally like but exaggerated that and people took that, took people took that two
1: sentences, and were like, "It's erasure! get right. out of my face!" Right? It is not. I'm. I for one, I'm very excited. I'd be mm-hmm. happy if I'd be happy if they showed them boinking. I would not. No, I would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I would be like not, a, not I'd in. I'd be my happy Harry if they Potter mentioned movie. it, though. I'd love it if they mentioned it, Can or even hinted at it. Oh. Yeah. I don't think they can get away with showing the the flashbacks and the backstory without
0: No, I don't know Doing a little kisses. Yeah. Come on now. They have to, right? Right. You're not gonna kiss now, they don't like each other. Right. Well they do. It's gotta be be like an old time. (laughs) (laughs) It would be hotter then too, because it's Jamie Campbell Palace. Yeah, I don't really wanna look at that fucking bleached banana mop (laughs) laying his
1: lips across Jude Law's gorgeous face. No. No, thank you. (laughs) Just because he's got a good costume doesn't mean that I'm not still offended by that fucking eye. Yeah. And that dumb little mustache.
0: I can't stand it. Oh my god.
1: Quick poll here. No one's gonna answer. We've been thinking about maybe doing another, like, redoing a movie commentary on the first Fantastic Beasts movie. Because we've kind of let ourselves really hang out. (laughs) <laughs> which we did not do when yeah, we first Yeah, when started. we
0: first saw that when we were like, we gotta play it cool. We gotta play we it cool. We can't be inappropriate. I cannot
1: talk about back alley BJs at this time. <laughs> now, I'm ready. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. 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 Is anybody interested in that, or are you so tired of us talking over movies? <laughs> <laughs> or did you like the first one enough to not want to hear me scream?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Let us know. doesn't matter if you don't like our movie commentaries. We're going to keep doing them here yeah, because there are five s- movies left. You're
1: kind of stuck with- oh, God, there's so many,
0: <laughs> so
1: many bad movies <laughs> ahead of us. You have
0: to wait be so fun.
1: long. I have to wait so long for Deadly hellos Part
0: 1. I know. We're in the uh, nightmare zone. You know what? If we ever get really tired of doing a whole bunch of, like, commentaries about bad movies, then we can do one for crimes, because we haven't done that yet. (laughs) That's so true. We haven't even done that one yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like we've just been talking about that movie so much that I, I don't know if you guys are burnt out on it.
0: I know. I, we'll have to, like, take a break and then maybe, like, after Goblet of Fire we can come back. Because <laughs> Goblet of Fire is going to take a lot of time. Goblet That's of a big book. It's going to take a while. You'll, get, you'll forget and then you can and then you can hear us
1: yelling. And then we'll come back after that with a crimes commentary. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, that was enough of that. I'm sorry, everybody. I just filled with a primal rage and <laughs> almost all times and I just needed to talk about it okay. and I'm glad that you had to talk about it too yeah because it's just it's too much
0: it's like I get I get people's anger with her
1: all the time but
0: I think this is misplaced yes I think people have been taking it too far
1: maybe do a weed and chill yeah <laughs> Do a Why don't you do one of your weeds and chill? (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so I think we should just get into this. Yeah. So to be to be honest, we've got a really we've got a good handful of characters we wanna do. Um And we initially were gonna try and do top five moments for everybody, but then we were panicking. (laughs) It was hard to come up with stuff, especially because so much of the juicy stuff is ahead of us, and we haven't reread in like a minute. Yeah,
0: (laughs) so we might have to. This might have to be one that we redo after we finish. I just like (coughs) a lot of my moments are from later books, though. Like, Uh, I don't think any of them are from the early ones. Uh, Me too. But just just to
1: know that like. We've got these top three, and, like, maybe maybe tomorrow we'd feel
0: differently about the order that we put them in than we did today. So, just, you know. Yeah, these are my, like, top three in no particular order. And to be honest, with some of these characters, I'm, like, I'm sure there are moments that I like them in more than the ones that I I know, down. but
1: like, I don't remember is the thing. Yeah. And also, speaking of getting mad... Doing some, like, little bits of research of, like, I feel like I'm forgetting great moments. Let me look up and see what people's favorite Hermione moments are.
0: All um, um, more about Ron and Hermione. These
1: girls are getting shat upon. Yeah. All of these, like, top favorite moments of Hermione and Ginny are, like, all, um, just being, like, hot moms.
0: Yeah. Ugh! Or like a lot of the lists that would come up, I would type in like best Hermione moments and it would immediately be like, Do you mean Ron and Hermione? And I'd yes. be like, no, I mean Hermione. Just Hermione. Like just thank Hermione you. alone. Her world does not revolve around her relationship, you <laughs> no. guys. Oh, it's too For much. some it's women it much. does, but Hermione is not one of oh, those. Oh no. No no.
1: So yeah. Just so just so you know, people out there are crazy. <laughs> If you haven't guessed that by now. If you're there crazy, maybe we're the crazy ones. <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like it. I'm nuts. Ugh. Should we start with... Okay, so we have the... Um, the big seven. Yep, the big seven, and then we did some adults. Yes. <laughs> on top of it. So, let's start. Should we start with Harry? And just go down? Sure. Let's do it. So you said you didn't do yours in order. I tried to put mine in order.
0: Yeah. I guess most of them are kind of in order. Let's, let's do three, two, one. Okay. For Harry freaking Potter. For Harry Potter.
1: Number three, Katie. Your third favorite moment.
0: My third favorite moment, <laughs> I already feel dumb about it, is when he finds out like what happened with Neville's parents And he all of a sudden gets like very protective of Neville after that. Like he's not telling his friends about it. And when his friends like do find out about it later, he's like, Yeah, I knew about it, but I like I recognize that this is his story to tell. And like I'm not going to be the one to like share that with everybody. Like I just thought that was like really (laughs) sweet of him.
1: I love this boy. I know. (laughs) That is so sweet. Oh, Harold. Like, how
0: much that affected him, I guess. Like, I'm just touched by the fact that, like, at that point, Neville isn't even someone that he's, like, terribly close to. Yeah. But he still feels the need to, like, protect him from that secret yeah. a little bit. And be like, I'm not going to share it.
1: Katie, okay, that's such a good one.
0: <laughs> Minus you know when... when
1: he gets so angry at Doubledore at the end yes, of the Yes, yes. <laughs> On the that's opposite a good end arm. of that. I, well, Dumbledore deserves it. Yeah. I'm so excited to like read that part again. I just remember being so overwhelmed the last See, time that I read a good that. good one
0: that I'm like, I wish I put that because I, I do really love that. I, well, that's going to be this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We're going to cover lots of moments. We're not going to have any similar oh ones. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I just like, I felt for him so hard during that whole book and just for him to like unleash on this person who I feel did him wrong. Yeah. It's it feels good. It feels good. I know he needed to get that
0: out, and it was properly directed at Dumbledore. Honestly, I think a lot of his anger in that entire book has been directed at Dumbledore, and so he finally gets a chance to just like yeah, because let he's been it unleashing all out. it on
1: his friends. Yeah, and now he gets the chance to actually air it out and on, be done on with the, it. It's on the like
0: right target. Get some yeah.
1: closure from it too. Yeah, that, and I appreciate that. That Dumbledore like kind of acknowledges that he fucks up in that moment of like right. I shouldn't have ignored you like that. It it wasn't mm-hmm. the right thing to do, but right. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, it's this beginning of like a complicated and exciting Dumbledore that we get to know finally. Yeah. For one book. Yeah. That like he's being honest with Harry for once. Right. For once. I just, I love that. I love that. And Harry's pain is so raw and honest. Right. That I love him. He's so I love sweet. him.
0: I love him too. I just want to protect him with every ounce <laughs> of my being. What's your number two? My number two isn't, like, one specific scene. It's kind of a series of moments, but I love in Half-Blood Prince at how obsessed with Draco Malfoy he is in that entire book. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just love how everyone is like, Harry, think about Voldemort. And Harry's just like, yeah, I know, guys, but Draco. (laughs) Like, it's my favorite thing. It's so
1: funny. I, like was thinking about for like the the Draco Malfoy list I was thinking about one of my favorite parts and this uh, it goes into yours because it's one of my favorites and I'm so sad it didn't go into the movie when Harry's getting ready for the Quidditch game, and he sees Draco Malfoy walking away with his arms around two girls, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "It's of your business. I'm leaving." It's so funny to me. It's I love so all funny of their petty
0: drama. It's
1: so it's amazing. It's so funny, and I just love that everybody's like. You're crazy. Right. You are crazy.
0: And for a lot of times throughout this series when (laughs) he's been talking about Malfoy, he has been kind of crazy. Yes. But like this is the time when like he's actually right about stuff. It's so
1: funny. It's like that um, that meme picture everybody uses from like "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." (laughs) The guy Charlie, I think his name is, yeah, and he's got all of the all of the red string connecting all this stuff on like a big board. Yes, yes. He looks crazy. It's like that's Harry Potter about half full Prince. Yeah, (laughs) that
0: is such a good one. I do. I love that. I love it. I love it. I think it's so funny.
1: My number two is the final face off with Timothy.
0: That's my number one.
1: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that is so good, and I have, I have, it's like all of my hair is standing on end. I am filled with tingles. It is the yeah. most exciting. Like, you've been waiting. I know. Thousands I, of pages for this.
0: I love it. I, I really do love that part. And I think we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, but like I really, really love out of that part, especially like when he gives Voldemort an out. Oh my you know? god. Like when he knows what's gonna happen and he's like, but it doesn't have to. This if you just feel some remorse. Is so full of love and compassion. <laughs> Even for like this man who's been trying to kill him for 16 years. I can't. I love this child.
1: So good. he deserves everything in the world. I love Harry Potter. I mean, I love we just watched a horrible video from watchmojo.com about like the top 10 Harry Potter characters <laughs> ever. Harry Potter only made it to number 2. Yeah. Snape was number 1 and Bullshit. I was so offended. Everybody overlooks Harry so much and he's so I know. I know. I say that a lot. Beautiful. I'm like honest and I to god, love him.
0: how many people Like would actually actively dislike him. Yeah. But like I feel like if you ask Harry Potter fans like who's your favorite Harry Potter character, nobody ever says that Harry Potter is their favorite character. Ever. No one does. Never. I can't. He should be everyone's number one. He
1: should. He's so perfect and wonderful and beautiful. Yes. Ugh. Shit. Okay, so that was your number one. It's just my number one left now? You yeah. did your number two. Oh God. Okay. Well, this is this is my number one. Always. It is the saddest thing in the world, and it's because I sob every time I get to this part. I Movie or book is when he walks <laughs> into the forest alone, ready to die, and then the yeah. whole resurrection stone part is so sad. I know. But he's so brave, and he's so willing to do the right thing <laughs> and do what he has to. And he's been raised for this. And I want him to get professional help. That's
0: sweet <laughs> boy. He's just accepted it. It is so powerful and mm-hmm. so sad. I know. Oh. I love oh, Harry so much. Potter.
1: That is such a such a beautiful part of the series. It's very
0: powerful.
1: Oh. Every time I sob. Every time. Yeah. It is so, so emotional. Good. God, I am so excited it. to read that book.
0: I know. I'm for all of them.
1: We're getting into it, guys. We're getting into the good ones. The juicy ones. The big ones are the best ones. I love the big ones. Oh, God. Okay, so should we do Ron? Yes. Okay. My number three for Ron is... One of my only things from the first couple books is when he broke Harry out of the Dursleys in Chamber of Secrets.
0: Yeah. That he just knew something was
1: wrong, and he was like, I have to help him.
0: That is such a good one. (laughs) He's such a caring and beautiful friend. Yes.
1: I love Ron. He's I, so ride
0: or die. I love, I love him. But that he
1: just was like, his his friend of a year, and of course they've bonded, and they're best friends, and he's like, he's not answering my letters. Something's wrong. I'm going to get him.
0: Yeah. And he steals a car. <laughs> right, I know.
1: God bless him. <laughs> he's What's your number three? Ron Weasley is oh, the best. Okay.
0: Yes. I'm going to scream that in every episode yes. until we yes. die. Until we die. <laughs> <laughs> um, My favorite part is kind of probably a, a part that he gets a lot of hate for, but I really like when he leaves in Deathly Hallows because I like that, like, throughout the entire series, he has, like, complained about his family a lot. Like, he has this very, like mixed feelings about them. He's like, I hate being the youngest. I hate being poor. I hate having parents that rag on me all the time. I hate feeling like I am expected to be bigger and better than I am. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he's still very worried about them. And he is like dropping everything to go back and like, make sure that they're okay. Yeah. And like, that is still his biggest fear is like losing them, even though he still struggles with them a lot. You yeah. Know? So like, I really, I really like that. It's, it's a really good part. Also as a side note, um, this is not based on like movies. These lists aren't, but like, honest to God, that is one of my favorite Ron moments in the movies too. Yeah, because they have he actually is a person. Yes. <laughs> <that> Parts. Yeah. <laughs> Which he doesn't. to I ever think it's one of Rupert Grint's best
1: scenes, seriously. As Ron, so good, so
0: good. But I also really love that part in the book too, because I just yeah. I think it, it adds more depth to his character by showing like what is really important to him at the end of the Rupert day. Rupert
1: Grint in these last two movies. So choice, yes, so good, because there's no room for like comedic relief, right, so he has to be a person, and I will scream about it forever. It's one of my favorite parts in any movie when um they're walking and the radio's playing over them, and he looks so yes angry yeah, he's been just like walk
0: dead it. inside, oh my God, it's so, so good. good,
1: I love that part of the movie so much. <laughs> it took my breath away when I first watched it, God, yeah, oh. Oh my god. Okay, what's next? Number two? Number two. Your number two. My number two. Uh, my number two Ron moment is when he thinks of the house elves. Oh, that's then, mine too!
0: And then gets to her mind. Yeah. I love That's that my part. number two. Oh! Also. I
1: it's like such a growth moment for him. I know. Huge. I know, growth like that's the moment.
0: moment where you really see him overcome like all of this like prejudice that he's had the entire time. It's so good. I love it. I love it. Such a like
1: like, perfect and amazing way that we get like the first on screen in book that you see kiss.
0: Yes. Because
1: I'm sure they did before. Oh yeah. I'm sure they did before. But I love that that's, that that's it. And then it is also so funny because Harry's like, guys there's a
0: war going on it's so so fucking i'm happy you're together but like now's not the time I know. (laughs) it's so good but i just love
1: that he's like we need to tell the house elves somebody needs to warn the house elves
0: i know And your mind
1: is like that's it (laughs) that's it (laughs) this is happening now i just like that's so it's so sweet and i love it shows like truly how much he's he's grown
0: yeah Oh! I love it. Yes! Oh, he's so good. I love that we matched up on that one. I know, me too! Okay. What's your number one?
1: My number one is when he comes back and kills the Horcrux. hmm So close to the leaving. I thought about the leaving, but I love, I love when he comes back, and I love how... Yeah. There's, like, a moment of tension with Harry, and it dissolves. And then I love even more the, like, constant tension of with when he Hermione. comes back and Hermione punches him. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But his, his facing his own, like, inner demons by, like, killing this Horcrux. Yeah. So good. That's a good moment. So
0: good. Katie, what's your number one? Um, My number one is, again, kind of a mix of, like, a couple different things, but it's just, like, the moments where he's, like, really standing up for Hermione and Harry too, but like mostly Hermione. And I think of A after Malfoy calls her mudblood yes. in Chamber. I love him in that part. And then yes. also when Snape calls her Yes. A insu- insufferable no at all in A bucktooth clever clown Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I just I love him being loyal and like protecting his friends above all else. I know. And you being really such a only see sidekick. it to Harry in the movies. And yes. so like it's so refreshing. Yes. And so that's in why I was like in the movie or in the books, I love that he stands up for both of them. Yes. And it's like Hermione he squabbles with all the time. Like they, they're fighting constantly, but yeah. he still is like, Hey, I get to pick on her. No one else gets yes. to pick on her. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, he is I think it is really
1: overlooked that to Hermione also, he's a, he's a good friend. He's a
0: good, yes.
1: Even though they have their moments. They have their
0: moments, but like they're still besties for the rest
1: <laughs> Yes! God! <laughs>
0: Man, I love these kids. I know, I do too. Let's talk about Hermione. Hermione. What's your number three? My number three is just when she comes up with the idea to start the, the DA. High five me right now. I got
1: so angry because that is, um, that's actually my number one. Is it really? That's actually my number one. Um, I was getting really angry because in a lot of lists I was seeing Ginny get credit for that. I was like, um... No. No. Number it's one, I take fine. offense to that just because of my love for Cho. Stop with that. I don't want Ginny to get any credit in that book. I know. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. But no, that wasn't her. She just came up with a name. Hermione started this shit. Hermione sure, started the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That is such a good part. And that she's just like so righteously angry at yeah. the offences of the government. Yes. And it coming into the school. Yeah. That she is like, Okay, they wanna fight, they'll get one. Yeah. Fuck you. She's I love she's her. like
0: completely lost that like model student. I must follow the rules at all time. Things like she's she's really recognizing that like this is so much bigger than like getting a good grade and like having a good reputation within school. Like this is bigger than all of that. Yes, Voldemort's back. These people are lying and saying he's not. But we need to start training and learning how to fight him
1: because she sticks to her guns. Yeah, if the rules that were in place were moral and ethical, Mm -hmm. she'd be down for it. But the minute that it changes and becomes wrong and is, like, number one, of course, like, making her education flawed. Yes. She will not stand for that. Right. But also to be, like, pumping false propaganda to children. Yeah. She takes a huge offense to. And it's like, nope. Right. We need to be prepared. We're doing this. Mm -hmm. And then it's her. It's not any of the other rebels out of the group. It's her. She's the one who's like, there is an injustice happening and I'm going to speak up against it.
0: Yeah. I love her. God.
1: Oh. Yes. So, So that was your number one. That's my number one. Okay. I love her. Nice. My number three is when she gives Ron the full shit at the Yule Ball yes oh my That's a god good one. and i like i hesitated to have like anything to do with ron in my list just because i was so mad about all of her moments being like momming harry and ron I'm yeah like, okay bye but i love it because he was good. such an awful little shit to her. he was <laughs> he yes. was mean and awful and just bad and that she's like you know what? No. And she totally curses him out. It's like, it is It is the best. It's so good. I love, because she's just fully, she's not letting herself get walked all over. Just right. because of his, like, crushed boy feelings. Yeah. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> How dare you.
0: I love it. Oh my god.
1: Okay, what's your number two?
0: My number two is when she solves Snape's potions puzzle in the end of Sorcerer's Stone. That is a really good one. That is a really good one. I just, like, I, A, I'm just, I'm really impressed by it because I try every time and I can't. You. And also just because, like, she's able to, like, keep a level head and solve that in a moment where, like, she is, like, strapped with time and it's a high-pressure situation. Like, there are flames all around her and, like, solving it's the only way to even overcome that. And she's still, like, able to, like, to do it. I just think it's cool. She's 11 years old. She's amazing. <laughs> and she already solved it.
1: Fully amazing. I love that part. I love that part. I'm I never smart dumb. enough for that part.
0: Children's I know, me book. neither. <laughs> so like 11-year-old Hermione can solve it, and like 22-year-old Katie can't. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I'm twice her age.
1: No, I'm dumb, and she's smart and amazing. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> My number two is um, kind of a mix of two things. It's her being so like... And again, I haven't read this part again, so maybe I'll have, like, more complicated feelings about it as we read it again. So, like, take it with a grain of salt, maybe, just because I don't remember everything. But her shit with the house elves, um, trying to start spew. That's my number one. That's your number one? Yes. Yes, and it goes with two of her treatment of creature in Deathly Hallows. yes, yes. <laughs> I, the same I know I love this girl and that she is so like passionate about these social injustices I know and that she's so Me willing too. to fight and that to the right people like she will give them a chance so like creature she recognizes that there's like something yeah not right but like she will punch Drago Malfoy in the face
0: yeah. As much
1: as possible. Right. <laughs> so, like, good for you. Don't give him a chance ever. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> creature, she recognizes something there. I just got. Yes. And that she. And Dumbledore, right? Says that about Sirius. Also yeah, treating, treating him very bad. bad. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, Hermione. Okay, I you talk it.
0: about it since it's your number one. I mean, yeah, you basically said it all. <laughs> you said it all already. I was just like, she, I feel like she understands it more than a the of people because she's had to like endure a lot of like prejudice in yes. the first three books. So like she knows what it's like to have people assume that you're not that great just because you're like the minority. Yeah. It doesn't make it even more powerful to think of her as like a black girl. Yes.
1: Black Hermione forever. Black Hermione always. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I just, she's so good. Yeah. And that she is, like, out of Ron and Harry in such a unique position, just within the wizarding world, race aside, Mm -hmm. like, to know what that feels like. And to be so disgusted by that, that she is, like, ready and willing to stand up for people who, like, don't have a voice. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, I love Hermione. I love her so much. I love Hermione.
0: So that wraps up the golden trio. That wraps up the golden trio. Should we move into the silver trio? Let's move into the silver trio. Who should we start with? Neville? Sure. What is your number three? My number three is the part that always makes me want to cry for him. It's him at St. Mungo's with his mom and like the the bubblegum wrappers. That's my number one. That's your fully number one. forever. Oh man, it's so sad I
1: and love so him sweet, so much. and I love him. I know. I like. I gravitate towards like the saddest ones.
0: Yeah, I know. They're the most powerful ones. They are. They're the ones that like bring out your emotions the most.
1: I love that it's scene so sad. much.
0: And that he, I he just can't. so sweet.
1: I can't believe he puts it in his pocket. And his grandma's like you could throw that away.
0: He just puts like, it in no. his pocket. Yes. Uh,
1: uh. And in my head, um, <laughs> it was always like when I was reading this, I always thought, when I was a little kid, that at home one of hit like the inside of a closet or like one of his walls was just like taped up. All of those. Bubble gum rat, Yes, I
0: know. I'm sure he put it like inside his closet or somewhere where his grand would find it. But like, oh, he had, added... he kept them some... oh, all. No, oh, I <laughs> <Like laughs> not like, even a like coherence like, or something that he like kept them all in. And uh, can you imagine that he would have those like in his suitcase at school? Yes, he absolutely did. God damn it, Neville. Oh, <sighs> I love him so much. <laughs> He's so underappreciated. <laughs> I love him.
1: I think that was maybe, like, the first moment that I really, like, fell in love with Neville. I think think so, too. So that's why it was my number one. Yeah. Just because that was the first time I was like, yes, Neville. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You go, Neville. Right. Oh! What's your number three?
1: My number three is kind of, uh, like, a little collection of moments, but just him, like, thriving in the DA. Yeah. I really love that, that he's, like, starting to do well with magic and I know. he's like making Aww. friends and that he then continues to keep the coin with him i know God damn
0: it, but i just love that he's that you so see him starting to like come into his own well it just shows you that like if he has good teachers that are willing to like be patient with him and that he feels comfortable with he does fine yeah, with magic. Cuz like the pressure's not there. Yeah, it's just because like a, it's, a, I'm hanging out with my friends. It's a peer. Studying.
1: Yeah, it's a peer and not somebody who's like in charge of like grading and judging him. Right. Not a, not an adult.
0: Yeah. It is really <clears throat> fun to see him like really shine through in the DA. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. Oh Neville, that kind of leads into my number two a little bit because mine is just like in Deathly Hallows when he when Harry like first arrives at Hogwarts again and you find out that like they've all been living in the Room of Requirement and that Neville has been like keeping the whole thing going and like running the show with Harry not being there. Yeah, you know, and like keeping all those students together and having them go out to like defend Hogwarts. He's Hogwarts' chosen one. Yes. Neville. Yes. (laughs) man yeah that
1: is so good I loved that he got that yeah and going into my number two I love that he gets to stand up to Voldemort (laughs) that's my number one (laughs) fully
0: into his
1: face fuck you sir I hate you he
0: like just runs at him like when Voldemort comes out of the forest like Voldemort's like you will all like bow down to me and answer to me and Neville's like fuck not he just like comes out of nowhere and tries to like fight him on the spot just pulls a sword out, slices yeah. through a snake,
1: yeet! Just like, no. <laughs> am I doing that correctly? Yeet. I'm
0: 50 years old. I have no idea <laughs> what I... is an appropriate time to say yeet. I am... <laughs>
1: Oh my God, we're we're like baby millennials, like on the cusp of being Gen Z, but that gap is so it's so far. big. I it's know. So I'm big. like,
0: what is? Yeet? Who are these? Kids? <laughs> what does this mean? What is this Yeet
1: you speak of? <laughs> no, I just like he's so cool, and that especially it's like even more powerful because he thinks. Like, like Harry's dead, and he's taking up that mantle for fucking real. Now. Yes, not just while he's gone at Hogwarts, but for real, he's gonna fucking kill Voldemort with his. Yes, parents. yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Yes, Neville. I love him. Yes, Neville. I was so scared that the movie was going to take that moment away from him at first. Make it Hermione. And no. make it Hermione or, <laughs> Yeah, make it Hermione or Ron. Like that's what they were making it look like they were all going after Nagini with fangs and I remember sitting at the movie theater at the midnight premiere just being like if they take this away from Neville, oh my God, I I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I was getting so angry. And then he did it and I was like, "Oh, thank God."
1: <laughs> thank God. Oh, Neville. Neville really glowed up Not just Not just in the movies But like He really thrived He
0: did I know I love him I love Neville so much
1: (laughs) Okay let's talk about Ginny Ginny Sweet and beautiful Ginny I love Ginny but this is the sad part, is because we haven't gotten into the Ginny books yet.
0: Yeah, I it's hard. hard
1: for me to think of things. Like I, I definitely knew my number one. Yeah, me too. But my other <laughs> my other ones were <laughs> my other ones are a little shaky. Um, I'll start. Okay. My number three is um, I just love that she fully got her way into Slughorn's crew and the slug club by just wrecking ass in front of a teacher.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love it. That shit was, was a bad like, bogey hex, wasn't
1: it? just yeah, I think so. Just like fucking up. It's Zacharias, fucking Christ yes. that kid. Um just like fully destroying him in front of a teacher, being like, oh shit and then him being like, why don't you come have lunch with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love funny. it. So funny. She's so
0: awesome. She's
1: talented and beautiful, and she will. And
0: Slughorn's like, and don't mess ass. with her.
1: She's cool. It's so <laughs> funny. And the sick part of it is, is that I feel like that was a like, oh, Lily kind yeah, of moment. I know. Because I hate making those comparisons. I know. I so do too. I want to scream every
0: time I re- realize how much Harry and. Ginny, Mir, James, and Lily. Like, I hate it, but, like... <laughs> but for real, like, Lily was a badass. Yeah. And Ginny just, a badass like, too. fully wrecking shop,
1: and someone being like, ah, come have lunch. Like, yeah. that is so good to me. I that, love like, it
0: so much. Everybody
1: else got their place because of, like, fame, their name, fortune, whatever, like, all this stuff, and he just, like, saw her destroying a kid on the yes. train and was like, I like you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Like, of course that's how she, of course that's how she gets some notoriety. <laughs> By just being the baddest bitch at school. I love her. What's your number three?
0: Um, This is maybe a little bit weird to have this be my favorite part, or one of my favorite parts with her, but I really like the way that she responds when Harry is, like, breaking up with her at the end of Half-Blood Prince. I thought about that, too. I like it. I really too. like it. Like I I love that she's just kind of like not really taking no for an answer. And mm-hmm. she's she's like Harry's like I'm doing this to protect you and she's just straight up like, What if I don't care? Yeah. Like what if I want to be there with you? What if I want to fight with you? Yeah. She wants to be a part of this. Yeah.
1: Well that goes into my number one, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh my that god. That she's got a fucking debt to pay. <laughs> but <laughs> I like <laughs> Yeah, I love that too, and I think it's just, like, the reason I think why I left that off of my top three was just because, like, it makes me too uncomfortable to think of, like, all of the baggage that goes with why that is so good. Especially for Harry, yeah. like, when he makes a comment, when he makes a specific comment about how, like, she's so good because she she doesn't cry about it. She's yeah. strong. And I was like, oh, God, again. Right. Again. I know. Let her be. But... It's like she I just it's tough for me with her to like kind of get comfortable with her like strong female characterness. Yeah. Which is a little tough for me, but I do love that part too because she's just like she's strong. She is a strong female character. Yeah, she is. And I love her. Absolutely. So I do love that part too, but I felt too uncomfortable with the the Cho Chang of it all to like to like do it. But I do love her. I just
0: part. like the way that she handles herself. Me too. In oh, that God. part. I like how sophisticated she is, and I like how this she is a sophisticated woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that she is fifteen years old. And she's still handling this and breakup she's like so
1: well. She's like fine. But I'm going to keep wrecking ass. Yeah. And I don't want to hear anything about it. Right. I'm not some little princess that's going to be locked away in a tower. Yeah. I'm going to school, and I'm going to murder some teachers. Yes. <laughs> she is so great. I
0: love her. Mmm. What's your number two?
1: My number two is um, when she is 11 years old and is still ready to kick ass uh, when Draco Malfoy tries to step to Harry Potter in Chamber of Secrets. Yes. And she's like, um pardon me asshole <laughs> i don't think so i, I love think it's that. so cute that even as like this little tiny kid who's like so nervous about her crush on harry still she's yes. like leave him alone <laughs> it's so good i do really love that part a lot it's, it's so really cute that sweet. even as like you get this little glimpse into her as like a little girl when she's just like completely like starstruck infantilized for the rest of the book or whatever that she's like such a little girl for the rest of it and she is and that's the scary part but that you know she's just she says, oh oh everything bad's happening to me all the time I'm just a little baby lady I need saving (laughs) but then she starts off the book number one being terrified that Harry's in the house but secondly being like pardon me good (laughs) sir I don't think you want to be saying shit to my man (laughs) like comes up and is like ready to fight Draco Malfoy I Hilarious.
0: It. I love it. I love it. Did you say your number two? No, I didn't. What's your number two? My number two is just how much she helps Neville out with the DA in Yesley Hollow. Specifically the part where we find out that they tried to steal the sword from Snape's office. Yes. And they like snuck in.
1: Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. I always like in that my has? mind, I know that she is there at Hogwarts, but in my head, I'm like, how can she be?
0: Right. <laughs> Well, because she's not at the end, and I feel like that's the part that you remember, because that's the part where, like, we go back to Hogwarts, and she's not there right away. She comes later. Yeah. But, like, she still is there for the first half of the year. Mm -hmm.
1: She's Uh, so good. I
0: love her so much.
1: I think we all know my number one. Uh, When she tells Harry Potter off in Order of the Phoenix, uh, I... That's my number one, too. Love her, and I love this moment, because... We all just forgot. Lucky you. Right. Oh my god. Truly. That, I don't, I don't remember the first time that I read that, but I remember all the other times I do reread that moment and it is a punch in the chest. Yeah. Because you do forget about it. Right. Every time. Yeah. You forget about it. Right. Lucky you. I know. I, she deserves Everything. She deserves so much vengeance. And honestly, we just got done talking about how beautiful and wonderful Neville is, and that we love that he gets this moment to like step up as the chosen one, as mm-hmm. the reject to step up and be the chosen one when Harry's dead. Yeah. But I swear to God, if I could have had it between Ginny and Neville killing the snake, it would have been Ginny. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. She deserved to wreck him. Yes. To hell and back. Absolutely. After all that... She deserved to do that. She deserved. She deserved to do that. Yes. She should have
0: gotten to kill Horcrux. She should have. Or just a fight. <laughs> Spit in his face. Yes. He wouldn't even he know He wouldn't her. even know who she was. <gasps> I can't. I can't
1: I want to die. I want her to kill him. I know. I want her to kill and him. Ginny deserves
0: to be the one to finish dead. the job.
1: God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. God, yes, that is. Harry
0: killed the Horcruxes and Ginny killed him. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, that has to be number one. That is such a good, such a good, good moment. I know. Oh, I God, it's haunting. So She's like the only person. The only person you know. I forgot. Well, good for you. I can't stand it. Oh, my God. You love her so much. Let's talk about her girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Luna? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I love Luna. Okay. Tell me your number three moment for Luna Lovegood. I feel like my moments for Luna are
0: really lame. Same. Because um, we haven't gotten to her. Right. So I like, I forget her book parts, but I I like her at Bill and Fleur's wedding when she totally sees past Harry's disguise <laughs> and just like noses him right away and Harry's like, uh Ugh. I'm Barney, and she's like, "Oh, is that what we're calling you now?" <laughs> like, I just I love think that this it's like, really "How did you funny. figure it out?" She's like, "Your face, yeah, That's that dumb <laughs> face you make." <laughs> I love that. I just think it's like one of her little quirks, you know. That's really all of fun. my Luna moments happen with Harry. Really? I should ship them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, they're so sweet. Their little friendship touches my the deepest part they of are my really soul. They're so sweet together. Ah. Oh. They're a friend TP. I know. They are. The bro TP. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. My number three is in Deathly Hallows, just that tiny little moment. And I forgot about this. I found it when I was looking it up and I was like, oh, that is so sweet. But when Harry's trying to, at the battle, fight off the Dementors and he can't get a Patronus out because yes. he's so overwhelmed and she starts talking to him and then he can do it.
0: Yes, oh, I forgot about that part. That she,
1: even in this, like, dire moment, is like, just remember when we did it together. Like, it's, like, like, so fresh, just like, in
0: the Room of Requirement. She's
1: so sweet. I love her.
0: She is such a calming presence about her. She is, even in war. Yeah, she's like, oh, Luna's here, nothing bad's gonna happen with her by my side. Yes, what's your number two? My number two is just, like, the Ravenclaw common room. Part yeah in Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. I like her in that part
1: that much like the breakup talk with Ginny um it's not on my list for reasons that I am offended by Joanne
0: right yes
1: <laughs> otherwise I would have put it on there but I was just like nope I'm too butthurt about it I know I know I just
0: like I love Luna in that part I love her like solving her. the riddle and Harry just like attacking people and she's just like all right
1: <laughs> just
0: looking around yeah so good She's it. so wonderful.
1: Uh-huh. Um my number 2 is I think honestly the sweetest part of the whole series and it should be my number 1 but it's not. Uh-huh. My number two is when she distracts everybody so Harry can slip away after the war is yes, over. Yes, I
0: was going to put that. I really, really like that. She is just such a good friend. I know. She is such a good
1: friend. God She's it. like, if I
0: were you, I'd want to be alone right now. And Harry's like, yeah, I really do.
1: I <laughs> just, like, she is such a, like, and I know that I hate it, but she is such a caretaker. Like, she has so much love in her heart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh I know. Luna. I
0: love and her bedroom. I know with their faces painted on the ceiling. She loves her friends. I love her so much. What's your number two? <laughs> uh, my number one. Oh, my number two is the common room. Oh that's right. I'm so sorry. Yes, your number one. My number one <laughs> is just kind of a part that's funny to me, it's when she's doing the Quidditch commentary. <sighs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, that that is so good. And she's just, like, not even talking about the match at all. She's just, like, focused on, like, other stuff. And McGonagall's sitting there, like, why did I... So
1: funny. Except this. (laughs) So funny. Oh my god. I do love that. Ugh. My number one is when, uh, she talks about Thestrals with Harry and tells the story about her mom.
0: Yeah. That's a sweet part, too. It's sweet
1: and sad. That's like yeah. when you really get to know her, and she's not just like the school weirdo. Yeah, it's like she's a person, right? Order of the Phoenix just really makes people people.
0: I know, I love it
1: for for better and for worse. We've talked Serious. about this before,
0: and like I always like say that Half Blood Prince is my favorite book, but I'm kind of like Order of the
1: Phoenix is so damn good. It is honestly, objectively, it is the best book. Yes, but like me, yeah. It, my boys are in Half-Blood Prince. I, I know, gotta love that book the most. That's my two nasty boys. <laughs> Those are my two nasty boys. I love Half-Blood Prince. I know.
0: Ooh,
1: so Order of the Fates truly is the It truly book, is the best book. Objectively the best book in the whole series. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so we're on the boy.
0: Draco. I'm
1: interested to see what your what your faves are. I
0: feel like, again, mine are so lame.
1: Mine are uh, all from Half-Blood Prince. Are they really? Yes. I found nothing redeeming about oh, him otherwise.
0: Oh, no. No, well, these I are did... redeeming parts. No, That's they're the not, thing.
1: and they don't have to. No, mine are, mine are not either really.
0: Oh, God. If,
1: when I had it to the top five, I one of my top five Draco Malfoy moments is with when... me. <laughs> When he turns around to thank whoever saved him from a Death Eater, and Ron punches him in the face <laughs> I from know. under the cloak, and I he just love gets it. I know, but it's not a top five; it's a top three.
0: I know. I feel like this is tough for me because, like, a lot of my favorite Draco scenes, I like had the movie in my head so hardcore because I very clearly have my favorite, like Tom Felton Draco yes. Malfoy scenes. Um. But my number three is when they are on the train <laughs> <talking laughs> <to> That's
1: <laughs> <Prince, laughs> my like and, and, and
0: he's like laying his head in Pansy's lap. <laughs> it's and she's such, like stroking his hair.
1: It's such a um, a crazy thing to go back and reread that part and see how confident he is
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: like unbroken he is.
0: <laughs> I know because in the movie he's like sad from the very beginning. He has
1: such a little wuss Yeah. The whole time. Take your fucking suit off and put some robes on you, I child. Know.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> so I love that part. Like he's just like talking. But, oh horrors! I probably won't be coming next year, but for now, I'll just rest. And two, his lap. two like, out
1: of three of my moments here, I was robbed of in the movies, and this is this is one of them. Yeah, is him on the train with? I was like, all right, here we go, Pansy Parkinson. Let's yeah. kick it. I'm ready. I know. Put your head down. I want to see some. I want to see some hair being played with. I want to see some flirtiness. I want to see Sabini not giving two shits.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: I got nothing. I love it. So offended. Oh, yeah, that I'm part scared. is that part
0: is really good. That's my number three, too. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. What's your number two? My number two is going back to Chamber of Secrets. <gasps> it's the Borgen and Burks part. <laughs> oh. In the store when he's, like, complaining to his dad. That is really good. That is really good. That's a
1: that's like an excellent Lucius Malfoy part too. It
0: is. It's a really good like insight to their relationship, like their father's son. Is that the first time we see him with his dad? Yeah.
1: Oh, I just meant Lucius. Yeah, this is the first ever time we in the see him. Yeah. Ever. Great yeah. introduction. <laughs> right. Very good.
0: What's your number 2?
1: My number 2 is when he's about to kill Dumbledore.
0: Yeah. That's a good part.
1: The conflict in him. Mhm. That he's just is like so tortured at this point. Yeah. Oh, man. And I'll I'll give this to that movie, which I do not care for. Mm -hmm. When they are running away and he looks into the Great Hall as Bellatrix is destroying it and he looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. Because that's his school, too. Right. I know. I know. It's like, it's so good in the book because it's so long in the book.
0: Yeah. And you find out a lot of stuff. And I love, I feel too, that, that he's he like a, did, like, a fairly good job with that,
1: though. He did pretty good with it being so fast. Yeah. Definitely. What we saw, I thought, was very good.
0: He played that part really well. He like did Like, a what good Draco job. is like in that moment.
1: I was robbed really of, really like, all Draco that. Malfoy moments of the Draco Malfoy book. Yeah. And that whole movie. Right. But I, I love, too, that you get... Truly, he is... Like, about to surrender
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the book. Yeah. And then they come up and he has to get to it. Right. But that he was going to save him and his mom. Yeah. And then take Dumbledore's offer. Right. What a wild last book that would have been.
0: I know. Oh, my God. It would have changed everything. Oh, the
1: fan fictions. Yeah. I, I love that part. It's such a, like, because you get this
0: whole culminating moment
1: to this whole book, and then you see him, like, he's finally gonna do it, and he is so broken at this point that he can't.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's good. I don't know why I didn't even think of that, because it's literally, like, the climax of, like, every Draco Malfoy part in that entire book. Yeah. So good. Well then what's your number one? My number one is Sectum <laughs>
1: Yes, mine is almost that. It is right before. Uh specifically just crying to Moaning Myrtle.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Man. Yeah, and I think in my head I had just like that entire Well n- that
1: whole thing. Part, yes, yes. But I really specified in on that because I loved I loved the crying part and I loved yeah. that we got to see um Myrtle again. And that um, they were like unlikely friends, right? Because they're both so depressed, right? I know, I know. And again, I was robbed. I got two seconds that of some good crying, was... but it wasn't. It wasn't all that I wanted. No, no one. Can I help wanted me. true raw emotion from him in that part. Do you know what breaks my very soul? Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> I've seen people put. Um, Put the quote of him yelling after Buckbeak attacks him over like sad pictures of him from Half-Led Prince, and I cry. They're like, It's killed me. Oh it's my God. like very bad for my soul. And so that goes with me in this crying in the bathroom part. He's gonna kill me, he's gonna kill my family. Yeah. I can't do this. I ha- But I'm the only one. I- this oh. poor kid. This is when I actually feel sad for him because he's been such an asshole. Right. For five well, like, books. he doesn't
0: deserve this.
1: This sucks. Yeah. Because he's a kid. Right. I can't wait. We're going to get him some real nasty Draco Malfoy stuff. I can't so wait to have our plans. Oh my so- god. Oh I'm so excited that. for
0: all these big books.
1: <laughs> and I-, I love that he's so desperate in the like full Sectum Sembra part that yeah. he's like... Going after Harry, yeah. Do you think he could have done it? I don't think he could have. I don't think he could. Even have if either. he tried to cast it, I don't think it would have happened. And, and no, I don't think so. I don't so think he could no. have. No, <laughs> no he's such a little. If he could tell them more. He couldn't <laughs> do anybody. No, he couldn't. I don't think he could. I don't think Crucial would work at all. No,
0: no. It barely works for Harry when he tries to do it to Bellatrix. I
1: know. I yeah. I don't. I don't think he could have done it. Yeah interesting um some people's like big favorite parts uh for him is when he doesn't give them away at the manor didn't make it on either of our lists i know
0: i thought about it i think if we had had a top five it yeah, would have been i on think there. it would have
1: had to have been because there's just not like that many like right. good
0: redeeming moments for not me.
1: even redeeming but just like juicy like good character building yeah. moments for him but honestly, I think people kind of overhype that part, to be honest. Right. I don't think that he's, like, really, truly, purposefully saving their asses. I think he's being a coward.
0: I think he's just scared. Yeah.
1: Because he doesn't want... He why doesn't would want he want Voldemort to come? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why would he want
0: him in there? Right.
1: No. Yeah. So. I just wanted to note that, because that is, that is a big one for people, that they really make it out to be this big moment. Right. I don't think it's that big I think he's just a little no. bitch I know I agree But I do love when he gets decked in the face both times I do too so now we're on to we've just got four adults that we want to talk about mm. who should we start with should we start with Hagrid maybe? let's start with Hagrid
0: okay this was another toughie for me this was a tough one for me too but I stand by my, my me three. too me too um do you want to go first or sure you- okay
1: My number three is when he um, comes to take Harry from the Dursleys in the last book.
0: Oh, that's a nice part.
1: Because it closes that up. That he brings him there, and then he's taking him away. It, like, breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And that even though, like, things go so terribly bad, he is, like, fighting with his whole being and his whole life to keep that boy safe.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. God. I know. I love that. I do, too. Oh man, I love Hagrid. I love Hagrid. So I love- I'm all for like Hagrid appreciation stuff. Hell That's why yeah. the ending of Chamber of Secrets makes me so emotional. Is because it's like the only like just the makes me want to is is awesome. cry. Oh my god, what? <laughs> they
1: all clap for him. I know. He's so happy. I know. And Hermione cries. Oh
0: no. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. What's your number three? my number three is when he is carrying dead Harry out of oh. the forbidden forest in the end of yes. chamber seat or not chamber <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> and he's being just like so gentle with him, even though he's like quote unquote dead so like but he's he's like cradling him like a baby I and love- just. When he lays him down on the like ground, when Voldemort's like lay him at my feet, (laughs) (laughs) like Hagrid just like places him like he's the most precious thing.
1: I think that's so like sweet too. Is that it's not like the last we see of Hagrid, of course, but like these Hagrid and Harry moments that we get in this book is like this opening and closing of him taking Harry.
0: Yes, so sweet. I know.
1: It's so sweet. I love it. Oh. Hagrid just like he is, like the caretaker, and like he just holds Harry and takes him places.
0: Yes, and I feel like you kind he's of in lose charge that of in the middle getting, books. He's a in charge bit. of getting
1: him places safely. Yes, and even when he's dead, he takes him very he takes safely. Care of him. God damn it! I know.
0: <laughs> I love Hagrid. Shit. I feel like you kind of lose that you a do. little bit in the middle books. Like, he's very caretaker in, like, the first two, and then then maybe, like, the last two, but, like, three, four, five, and maybe even six a little bit. Yeah. He's, like, not really there. Yeah. Or it's, like, you're more focused on, like, his drama... Yeah. ...than you are on, like, his relationship with, like, the kids, you know? Yeah. Yep. So. Speaking of which, um, my number two is um,
1: in two books we haven't gotten to the rest but i'm sure it's going to be there um when he stands up for hermione in chamber of secrets and prisoner of azkaban yes
0: oh, i love him oh. and it's not
1: just harry but that he is it's like taking, taking care of all too. of them yeah but that like he like I don't even remember now because it's been a hot minute since we read the book, but I'm positive he says some very kind things to her after the Mudblood incident.
0: Oh, I'm sure he does. But in the yeah.
1: movie, definitely it breaks my heart. I know. When he says that. But then It and makes then, me a
0: little sad they give that to him I instead know. of giving it to Ron, but like he does it really well and it's <sighs> he comforts her really well. And I think he does like he has some stuff to he say. He has for sure. some stuff to say, yes. I don't remember though.
1: But any anyway, and we just read Prisoner of Azkaban and him standing up for her so hard
0: when harry and ron are treating her yes like shit. yes
1: and that like i love that you get this like behind the scenes because you're not following hermione at that point but that she's going down and that that's her friend and that she doesn't have anybody else right so she goes to talk to hagrid because he's a friend and a mentor i yeah. love it
0: he's so kind and caring i know what's your number two my number two is kind of like two chapters in Sorcerer's Stone, but it's when he like a shows up to like tell Harry he's a wizard, and then like just when they go to Diagon yeah. Alley and have their little outing, oh. and he buys him his owl, and like tells him the history of his parents and everything like that. Like I just love all of that interaction with Hagrid. That, that is happens. so sweet. Oh, Hagrid! Oh. Okay, are we oh, ready God.
1: for number one? Yes. Yeah. My all-time favorite ever Hagrid moment, and I mean this for real, Mm -hmm. is his story about going to persuade the giants to join up with Dumbledore. Really? I I... love that. It is so, like, thrilling to me. I love that part of the book. I love hearing the story. It's so interesting to hear about all these, like, war politics and, like, gearing up to, like, get ready for this big fight. And it's, like after so long of having him like turn into this kind of like dumb idiot this dumb drunk you get this great moment where he is like a huge huge ally Mm -hmm. and that he's like really doing something and that he's important and doing good work
0: i don't know how i forgot about that too i love that part To be honest, like that is a part that has kind of like grown on me over time. I Mm -hmm. remember when I was younger and read that book, I got so bored by that part and I was just like, I I think so too. I think I felt the same. But like when you get older, I get it gets
1: overshadowed too because I hate the grop stuff. Yes i hate
0: it yeah yeah i do too but like the story of like going to see like i love going to like the king yeah like get them and like bringing the what is it the gerg yeah the gerg
1: (laughs) gifts for the gerg yeah i oh it's so cool it's like yeah totally as you get older like these boring chapters like you find more and more interesting yeah like the prime minister stuff right oh love that I love that chapter. Those love, love, ones. love the opening of, um, Deathly Hallows. Yes. Love the,
0: um... All of the... The Half-Led Prince chapter in... The Goblet of one. Yeah, it's just, it's all good. All of the chapters that, like... Are not focused on Harry. Like, kind they kind of are, yeah. but, like, it, it's, like, not him.
1: I love that you just see stuff out in the world. And so, like, to hear yeah. the, like, the war effort. Because, like, that, too, you feel so frustrated during that whole book. Especially when you're at Grimald Place. Yes. And that, like, Harry gets to know nothing. And you're, like, so starved for these details, just like he is. Yeah. That he's, like, this is, I'm, this is supposed to be my war. And I, I know nothing. Nobody's telling me anything. And I have to be the one to, like, do it it's me he wants me yeah like but he doesn't get to know anything and this is your first real taste of like here's what's
0: really happening
1: right <gasps> it's so good it's so good
0: oh what's your number one i'm excited um, my number one is just like the opening chapter of the series with him like dropping harry oh, off at the dursleys yeah it's so sweet it's and so again wonderful. like just like with him like carrying harry out of the forest like he's so gentle and he's like he's like this big giant that like He's just taking care of this little tiny baby. Yes, he cares for Harry so much. I love him. It hurts.
1: He's so wonderful (laughs) and beautiful. God, should we go to McGonagall next and save the two shits for last? Yes.
0: Okay, start
1: me off with your number three moment for McGonagall.
0: Um, my number three moment for her is just, like, all of the preparations for the battle that she makes. Like, from, like, finding Harry and Luna in the common room and, like, sounding so proud when that one Death Eater is, like, Harry's in here and she's, like, why would he be in the Ravenclaw common room? He's in my house. And she sounds so, like, proud. (laughs) And then just, like finding time for him and like standing up to snape and then ultimately like dueling voldemort like during the actual war like i just i love i love her moments in the battle and like prepping for the battle truly truly how much she like steps up at that point
1: i know I have one that kind of goes into that, and that's my number one, but we'll save it. Okay. Um, My number three is her pep talk she gives after everybody's first divination lesson. Yes! (laughs) That is such a good part. And rereading that one, I was just like, God, this is such a good McGonagall moment. I know. I just like, she is such like Hardcastle McCormick. She's a hard ass. She she is. She is like that bitch. But that she like had like, but that she cares about her students' well being. Yeah, even if it's like getting in the way of her class, that like that's kind of part of it. But like that she's just like, what is going on, you guys? Like something's not right. Right. Tell mom. Yeah. Tell mom what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it. I love the like disdain she has for Trelawney and divination. It's so funny.
0: I know. It's so. Funny I love to it. Ah. Yes. But then she still defends her. Okay, yeah, because here comes. Is That's, that your number two? My number
1: two is her going up against Umbridge. Yeah. Specifically pointing out I love the have a biscuit moment. I know. Of course, but like the stuff that with Trelawney, just like her butting up
0: yeah. against Umbridge. That's my number one, but yeah. we'll just, we'll talk about it now. I love my, like, actual number one is, like, when Umbridge is, like, inspecting her class and she's she's just like, I wonder how you're going to learn how good of a teacher I am if you keep yes! coughing every time I say something. I'm, like, she's just so good. I, I love her. She's just like, I have no time for this bitch. <laughs> I love her so much. Okay, then what's your number two? My number two is when he is, or when she is, like, defending Neville against his grandma in half yes. Prince when they're, like, signing up for classes. And she's like, why do you want to take my class anyway? And Neville's like, because my grandma wants me to. And she's like, you know what? Your grandma can suck it, or just yes. like she needs to realize how kick-ass you are. Yes, I love that. She is so good. She, I mm. I love her so much. If she
1: died, I would have. I would myself revolted. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to stand life without her. I would have found Joanne and killed her. I would have <laughs> killed her myself. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love McGonagall. Oh, I didn't say what's my number, your number one. one? My number one is when she calls Snape a coward and fights his ass.
0: Yes. Hell yes. Yes. Yes.
1: They were not friends. How dare anybody.
0: No! <laughs> she was friends with the other heads of house. Yes.
1: Yeah. No teacher's Sprout lounge like, Yeah, they were no, like the three you. besties.
0: God. They were like the teacher golden trio, but Snape's not a part of that. It's like my fetish when people call Snape a coward. Yes. It's my favorite thing. I...
1: I'm aroused by it. (laughs) Fully. It brings such joy to my heart. I love it. And that it's her. And that she's like, no! Right. That after, especially after like all the shit that he allows at that school that whole year.
0: Yeah. And at that point she's like, no fucking way.
1: I, I lose my mind at that part in the movie every time. I know. And I'm, that, because everybody gasps, and so do I, when she, boom like, pops out in front of Harry. Yeah. And I'm forever uh, mad about the sound mixing that it follows Snape out so you can you barely hear, hear her, her screaming, Howard. Coward. I
0: know. Oh, It's so good. I know. As mad as I am that they, like, left a lot of stuff out of, like, the beginning of the end of Deathly Hallows, like, I do really love that scene anyway. Coward. I love it. Fuck. I love her. Oh, oh. I love her
1: so much. I think we should talk about Snape next. Okay. Dumbledore can be last cuz I do I do kind of like him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Snape my moments with Snape were really dumb too. I yeah, I feel uh, I don't know. I was having a really hard time thinking of moments where I like Snape.
1: Uh, I yeah, I knew what like I knew which ones that I I enjoyed but not if I like really loved them. Right. And it's hard because the movies are so fast in your head. Right. Mm. But it's books. Books only. Books only. Is it my turn to start? Should I start? Yeah, you can start. Okay. So my number three is when he reveals himself to be the Half-Blood Prince. Mmm, that's a good one. And I forgot about it. (laughs) And then Harry calls him a coward and he fucks his ass up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't you dare call me a coward. Yeah. It's... It's it's a very it's a very good one. That one is definitely unexpected right. for it to have been Snape.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I still lose my fucking mind. This is just like separate, but to do with that book. That book is dated back a long time. It was a hand me down to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't understand how it never crossed Harry's mind that that could have been Tom Riddle's book. I know. I don't, I I don't don't understand it. I don't understand it. I mean, I get it because it's like, well, no, like he wasn't going by anything else than Voldemort at that time. He's not going to call himself a half blood on purpose. Right. Whatever. But like, to me, it all lined up for it to be tom riddle's book but for it to be snape was like a big cool thing but i i just think about that every time that they like talk about how old the book is and that like all of this stuff i don't know it just it's like this boy is so fixated on draco malfoy he does not even see what's right in front of him right right (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah i just like that is such a it's such a bomb reveal it's like just the same as we were talking about prisoner of azkaban was like the best mystery so far. Is that you're not even thinking really that much of, like... You're along with Harry of, like, who cares who he is. Right. He's just cool. Like, yeah, that's who, it. who
0: cares about Who really identity? cares who he is, even though Hermione's like, he seems like a bad dude. Um, And, like, honestly, at, like, points in that book, like, it's like, you're not even really sure if, like, the prince is gonna be revealed. Like, if you yeah. ever find out what their identity is, it's like, oh, it's just a random person who made notes in a book. And it's cool, but, like... I love I love yeah. that reveal. It did it
1: get, it got a gasp out of me. I know. For sure. I know. I was like, "Ooh! It was Snape. It finally was Snape. It finally was Snape. Something finally was Snape. It's like this book is just like Harry finally being right about stuff It's like it finally was Draco Malfoy. Yes. It finally was Snape. Yeah. That it's like, yes, finally he's like vindicated, but at what cost? <laughs> At what Ugh. cost? So, I love I love that reveal. What's Are your you number see? three?
0: My number three is stuff that we just talked about in one of our last episodes, but it is just like when he comes into the Shrieking Shack. I love that, too. I know I thought in about the, putting that one in, in the letter. middle of that story. I do really love that part. I love his, like, dramatic reveal because I just picture him being like, that's right. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that's right! And being like, I'm a part of this, too.
1: <laughs> It is very dramatic and very good and he's so
0: full of spite and anger. Right. Yeah. And then when he like slowly comes to the realization that, like, oh shit, like these kids are believing. Like they know that like yeah. it's not serious. Like he wants so badly for everyone to believe that it's serious, so he can finally get that moment of like taking him away. Yeah. Uh-uh.
1: Oh <laughs> it's so good. That is a good part. Oh man. Let's What's see. Your number two? My number two is unfortunately um, Snape's memories. Fuck.
0: That's my number one. So. I know. <laughs> I do love that part. I don't like it for the reasons that everyone else <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think it's romantic,
1: but I love seeing the backstory. Yes. I love seeing the backstory. I do too. And not for the way of like... School shooter was a Christian white teen all along. What happened to this cherub angel like right. i don't I know I don't care about it for that reason. I just like I think he was awful from the from the get go and yeah. I love to see him like being an a shitty little kid that like is so easily lured into this like racist Nazi movement right It was just so easy for him, yeah. It's just I love a backstory. This is why I, I love Half Blood Prince. I, I love know. a backstory. I think it's great. And I think like and exactly like you said, that like I love it for the opposite reasons that everybody else does. Yeah. Oh, it's so romantic. I'm sorry. I hate it. His nasty, disgusting body climbed over the corpse of his like dead crush. Yeah. Like her husband. Just like, oh fuck him. Fuck this baby. Right. I'm going to go cry over this girl who hates me. Yeah. Fuck. He is so yeah. He's so nasty. He's so
0: But I love that. I love the reveal, though. My favorite- Because I love yeah. how up until that point, he is, like, a character that, like, you're going so back and forth on, and you're like, is he good? Is he bad? I have no idea. And so I just, like, I like getting the truth. Yeah.
1: In the end. And in the truth, like, he's still gray. Yeah. He's still so mixed. Right. I think it is truly one of the most disgusting parts of the entire series when he makes Harry look him in the eye before he dies. Mm-hmm. that is fucking disgusting, yeah, what a pervert right I know nasty old man, disgusting, but I think one I think my favorite parts of the memories are the ones are the parts with Dumbledore, especially like when he. Finds out that Voldemort wants to kill the Potters, and afterward, yeah. and Dumbledore being so disgusted by him, right?
0: I know such I a like that. a flip turn
1: you never ever see, and it's right. like, oh, it's just so cool! I can't wait to read these last really, couple books. I know, man.
0: I just want to start *Goblet of Fire* now. <laughs> so I know. Bad. His his other
1: memories that you get to see, like the the one, you know, the one,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't care so much for that. It's not so interesting to me. Right. But it's just that I love all the war stuff,
0: I know. and I love
1: getting any tidbit I can about the first war with Voldemort.
0: I know, same, <laughs> same.
1: I just, yeah, he just is sucks and he's nasty. But I love seeing his backstory. I know. Finally, okay. after so long, you don't get to know anything, right? So and you get little like and snippets of it, like you bully. get,
0: yeah. You do get snippets. You get snippets, but now you finally get, like, the whole... I just love Insight. Me too. All my favorite parts of these books are, like, when you get characters' backstory. Like, that's why Half-Blood Prince is so good. Oh. It's because of that. That's why I'm so excited for, like, the future Fantastic Beasts is because I love, like, Yes! Dumbledore's backstory. That's what I love. Oh, man. Fuck, oh, yes. What was your number two? Um, my number two is kind of lame, but it is when he and Lockhart are doing the dueling club oh my God. in Chamber of Secrets. So funny. I love that, too.
1: That's just, it's just fun. So awesome. I know, you don't, we don't get a lot of, like, I'm rooting for Snape moments. Right. But that's, but that's definitely kind of one, of, one them. of them. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> What's your number one? My number one is, um... See this because you know I love a reveal and some backstory. When Narcissa and Bellatrix go to his house, <gasps> did you forget? Yes, about it?
0: I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> that he like does the like James Bond villain speech of like, I'm going to tell you all of it. Yes, <laughs> oh my god,
0: oh my god, I, I love, do it. love that part. And that it so is so much. It's
1: a lot of it is like actually truth. Yes, like you—you you are getting real truth from him.
0: Yeah, I just—it's
1: cool, and I love it because it is then building back of like, okay, so why weren't you there in Goblet of Fire? Right. Well, because I couldn't be. I yeah. was in a. I was in the best place I could be. Right. Because I matter, Bellatrix, and I'm sorry that you're not quite up to par anymore. Yeah. Sorry, I'm daddy's favorite now. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I just like it's so good. Oh, I'm so, so
0: sad I left that part out. And I, that is absolutely my number one.
1: I love the like dynamics with Peter that you get to see a little bit, and
0: man, it's just cool. I it's know. just cool,
1: and I love seeing I love seeing Narcissa and Bellatrix more. I just love Death Eater stuff. It's I know. Cool.
0: I do too. I love
1: getting the moments of being on on the other side. I do too. Like in Deathly Hallows and stuff at that meeting. Like mm-hmm. I know. So great.
0: I love. I love. And then what was your number one again? My number one was his memories. Yes, that's again. right.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: It's so good. I love him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love mean, I, him. I, I honestly, like, I wish that I had put his memories at number two, and then that scene with Narcissa and Bellatrix at number one, because that's the honest truth <laughs> about can. my you favorite scenes. Can. It's um, okay. You I'll can. just cut out that part with and Lockhart because I just think that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it is. Oh my god. Okay, so now we should move on to Dumbledore. Yep. It's our last
1: list. All right, who's starting for this one? Uh,
0: who started Snape? I think it was me. You should start. Okay, so my third favorite part of Dumbledore is when Barty Crouch Jr. is revealed, <gasps> and you see like just how like furious he is about the whole thing. Like it's the first time that I think you see him like actually like angry, angry about something.
1: Katie, I'm and I
0: really like that part. So, fuck that part is so good. Yeah, man, man, that part is so good.
1: I love that. Oh, I'm it's so when he angry goes from being.
0: It's when he goes from being like the the nice, bumbly, happy headmaster to like serious Dumbledore, who mm-hmm. will like kick cut a bit if he has to. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't test me. I will cut a bit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I forgot. I love that. That's so good.
0: My number three feels boring in
1: comparison. What's oh, <laughs> your number? three? I forgot about that. Well, my number three was just a sweet one. Is when he sits with Harry with the mirror said part.
0: Oh, that is a in really the first cute one, and he, and he
1: talks him like through his grief that yeah. like he's never had to process before until now. It's sweet.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate it. I do really like that part a lot. Oh, I like all the sweet little moments with him and Harry in that book. Like, I, I also really like just like at the end in the hospital yeah. wing too. Like that's a really sweet moment.
1: I just was struck because, you, I, you know, we I never reread the first book. So I know. So,
0: yeah. Can we watch Wizard People today? Yes. <laughs> it's finally going to happen. Yes. Okay. We can cut that yes. out. I just, I wanted to say it because it like came to my mind thinking of that moment. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> but like I never reread the first book book so like when we we read it again for book club I was so struck by that because in my head I just remember the movie part but that he like and I see illustrations that people do of that part where he's like sitting on the ground with Harry and talking to like I just think it's so sweet that he takes the time to like really talk to him and not just scold him about yeah like sitting in front of a mirror but like taking a moment to talk about grief yes he's got a lot of grief about that mirror yeah absolutely so shit
0: i really like that i love that part (laughs) there are a lot of bad about it
1: but i really i really love that goblet of fire one i forgot about it david tennant Uh, oh why did they misuse him like that he's so talented i
0: know Oh, our next movie a conversation for another episode. Oh my god! Okay, your number two. My number two is the the part in the cave in Half Blood Prince when he's drinking the potion. I'm not done high fiving you. Yes, 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 yes.
1: That's my number two as well. I feel like number two and number one might be the same. You and me. I think so. <laughs> I think they might be. Um, yeah, I love that. It's so scary and yes. so oh, that's good.
0: Really cute. Oh, hi. Take a picture for Instagram. Picture time. (laughs) Daisy hasn't been featured yet. (laughs) She's so sweet. She is so sweet. Aww. Oh my god. So are we done talking about the cave, or we, we haven't talked about it yet? Okay. I just. Ooh, it's like you get this
1: little bit of insight that leaves you so hungry for more. I know. What did Gaylord do? What did
0: he do to him? What did he do? Oh, oh man, it's so raw. it's so
1: clearly about that part. Yes,
0: right. Like, yes, so it absolutely that. is. What else could it be?
1: <laughs> One of those sexual moments Joanne's talked so much Don't about
0: hurt them. Ah! Is he talking about his balls? His <laughs> You're nasty.
1: I love it. It's just, like, he's, like, not even just, like, the potion part of it, but, like, he's so fucking cool. Yes! Like, that, I just love parts where, like, you see how bomb, like, Voldemort's, like, creepy-ass magic is, and that Dumbledore is so, like, ugh. Yeah. I love it when he, like, is feeling, like, looking at the cave wall and, like, whatever to, like, get in, and then when he figures out that it's, like, a blood thing, that he just goes, ugh. (laughs) He's like, what? What is it? Is it bad? He's like was just so childish. <laughs> like it's so funny. It's
0: funny because like I feel like you get these moments where Harry's like, Wow, like he really understands Voldemort a yeah. lot. Like he really gets him. And then it kind of like parallels in like Deathly Hallows when like Harry is talking about Voldemort and he's like, nah, he wouldn't have thought that. He would have done yes. that. And his friends are like, You understand him, and it's like that's who he gets it from. Yes. And it's really cool. I- can I just like out of again out of context, just talking about Harry like getting Voldemort?
1: Um, that they talk about that they went to they tracked down where Wool's orphanage was and that it was like a parking lot now. Yes. But even though that Harry was like he wouldn't have put anything here. That they still went excites yeah. me.
0: Right, I know.
1: Okay, but really, uh, Dumbledore in the cave, he's just like so powerful and cool and then you get this like horrible humanizing moment with him in that potion yeah and that he still is like boom like gets them the fuck out of there is still so good and then goes right to his death and like such an amazing part right it's so good i love the cave good i love the cave i do too what's your number one let's see if it's the same the interview (laughs) The interview. No, we're not the same. It's not? Though I do love that part. I love it more, I think, for Tim oh, than Dumbledore. Oh, I just love, like, I how love they're both, both talking yeah. shit. I love that they're both talking And shit.
0: I also, like, just adding to that, I love every time he, like, calls him Tom. Because cool. it's just, like, a huge, like, fuck That's
1: yes. also my fetish. Calling yeah. Saint a coward, calling Voldemort
0: Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We've already <laughs> talked about the interview in other podcasts, so, so we don't good. have to talk about it a lot. But that is my number one with... Dumbledore, what's yours? I think you're
1: going to be disappointed with your number one.
0: Am I? King's Cross, bitch! That
1: is the best shit in the entire book, okay? You get to know all of it. Listen. He gives you the true tea breakdown. The reason
0: why I didn't put that is because in my head I was thinking of the movie King's Cross scene and I hate that part of the movie.
1: Books only in this house. Oh. It is so. Like good. I, I
0: wasn't like thinking like movie list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like whenever I think of that you scene, I always think part. of it as like oh, it's not that great because it's like I think of like what is said in the movie. I love it. You get like a
1: full. And I, I thought for a second you were just like, it's not really Dumbledore, and I agree. But that you get <laughs> well, that too. But like, <laughs> but that you get, like, you get the breakdown, and that you get the Grindelwald stuff a little yes, bit. Yes, I, I know. Harry, I that know, dick was so bomb. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> I that love is it. A you, really get, good you get you get to like truly hear the story because like you you get Rita Skeeta, Rita mm-hmm. Skeeta. You get um, Aberforth, and then yeah. you, and then you don't really know what to think, and then you get Dumbledore talking about it, and you see him being so human. Yes. For once, and he's so like clear and honest with Harry. Yeah, for the first time, because you know what, he already did what he had to do, so he can actually be honest with him now. Right. I love that part Ugh, so much, that part and is I always good. forget how good it is. And then I get back to it, and I'm like, wow, he really drops it all. Yeah. He lays it all out on the line. That whole scene is so good for so many reasons. Harry is so wonderful. Dumbledore is so cool. I'm so horrified by the
0: Horcrux. I know. Abortion. I know. Oh, man. That part is so good. You're right. I am disappointed now that I forgot that. Because I literally, like, it literally crossed my mind. Like, it wasn't like I just forgot about it. I just, like, I had the movie in my head so strongly when I thought about it that I was like, oh, whatever. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh, enough. fuck the movie. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Michael
1: Gambon disappoints me Michael again.
0: Gammon sucks. <laughs> like, it's not even, like... Like, yeah, they don't talk about Gellert in that part of the movie, and that's disappointing, but, like, the other stuff is still, like, whatever. It's important to know yeah. for the plot, and it's it's fine, but, like, he plays it so bad. He's just so monotone and boring, and, like, he doesn't care. Yeah.
1: He's so full of, like, life and emotion in that part, and he cries so much. Yes! I'll say I'm also sad, um, that we didn't get the- hold on, am I, like, going crazy? Don't we see his- his portrait at the end of- yes, we do, because that was cut out of the fucking movie, when he goes to talk to his portrait about fixing his wand, and Dumbledore's crying in the portrait, because he's so proud of Harry. Yes! Fuck! I hate it. <laughs> I, I'm so mad about that whole. Wand we thing do so see pissed.
0: his torture in the movie, but he's just sleeping. That's like, what I thought, and, and then I felt like I was going
1: crazy because I was like, "No, he does because we he fixes his blood Yes, that's
0: when we see it in the movie,
1: and in uh, oh no, they don't show it when he goes up to do Snape's memories.
0: No, it's not there. He's
1: hiding. What a coward. <laughs> Nope, because I can't, he knows Harry's about can't to find out. Her snap. Can you imagine? He hears the door open, he sees it's Harry, he bolts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's very good to me. Holy 100. shit, that was it. That was it. Wow, we're coming in at good time, people. Are we? What's the time?
0: Didn't even hit two hours yet. Nice. <laughs>
1: we're back to business.
0: Solid.
1: <laughs> we'll see what the next episode. It I might was be a thinking long one. it
0: would be long because. Like our our floods were so long. Like we spent a lot of time. Oh my god! On that. I know. I'm sorry.
1: I just talked a lot of shit for like 15 minutes straight. I apologize. <laughs> that's okay. I it was apologize. Necessary. I just am full of feeling. Yeah. I. Uh, that's that's. We just we love everybody, and we would do this for every character if we could. Yeah. What's a let's let's do that? What's an underrated character for you? I mean Neville. To be honest. Okay, that we didn't talk about today. Underrated in like fandom, and we'll share our favorite moment.
0: I mean, I would say like Fred and George, maybe. Okay. What's your favorite moment with them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When they give Harry the map, maybe, or the fireworks with like the swamp and that stuff. That is very good. When they like take off, that's actually probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'd part.
1: say one of my favorite underrated characters is Slughorn.
0: Yes. And I'd say
1: my probably number it is this it is like not even a full sentence but it is like one of my all-time favorite moments for him is when he is um, with McGonagall dueling Voldemort at the end before Harry comes to take over.
0: Yes. Woo! That's a good part.
1: He is getting his life back. Yeah. He is fixing his mistakes. He's finally standing up to that hot little boy. (laughs) Ew!
0: Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry. No. (laughs) That was too much. That sexy young man. Oh, oh, my boy.
1: God. We, yeah, honestly, I would do this for every single character, but wouldn't that be boring? That would take a long time. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the worst. So Some
0: characters only have three moments. <laughs> Some
1: characters only have three whole moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank
0: you. And thanks for
1: uh, letting us take a quick break here. Um, I'm not sure how we'll really be timing these out. Hopefully, there's not going to be a, a gap soon we're going to have another one or two more episodes of fun here and then we're going to
0: yeah. boom boom
1: getting the goblet fire to get pumped
0: so stay tuned um we will be posting our reading schedule for goblet on soon. twitter and instagram soon so you guys can have time to start reading so yep. you can follow along with us um and just the usual plugs follow us anyway yeah Twitter and Instagram, both at Myrtle Bath Pod. We're pretty active on there, guys. Like we we're post, trying like, to be at least once a week, sometimes more. Yeah, on those, so we're gonna we're
1: gonna try be trying to do more. But it's like with Twitter, uh, honestly, I get I get sad doing anything there and no one interacts with it. I know Instagram's a little bit more fun. Yeah, we
0: get some likes and comments and stuff, which is good. Oh,
1: but I want to plug this because this is something I'm gonna start doing as a little side project since I have all the. Um, all the audio and technologies yeah. um, but if you have like a favorite minute or less um, clip from any of our episodes that you like um, I'm gonna try and like make little videos of them to put up on Instagram with captions yeah. so that um, we can share it and get people excited and interested in the, in the podcast so if you have yes. ones that you think would be good let us know um, I'm definitely doing the one where I yell about Spider-Man by accident yes that was fun <laughs> So that'll be coming out here, but yeah, if there's anything, it's sometimes hard for us to go back and listen to us yelling, so. Right. <laughs> if there's something that you know really tickled you. Yeah. If MomoCast2K19 really
0: tickled you. Oh my god, we gotta do one with Momo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a video on YouTube! <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was a makeup video, and, um, and the girl was talking about a makeup shade that was mimosa. It was... It was called Mimosa. It was like an orange. But she said Mimosa and then did an edit of a Mimosa, but with Momo's face in the glass. (laughs) And it made me scream because I got so excited about seeing my very best friend. (laughs) So if you really liked that, then we can put that up on Instagram and uh, make everybody mad that they have to see her face still weeks and months later.
0: (laughs) We love you so much. We love you guys. Please just interact with us and
1: stuff. We just care about you. Email us, follow
0: us. Tweet us, DM us, whatever.
1: Do it all. And most importantly, tell your friends. Yes. Because we want more listeners. We just want to reach out and touch your hearts.
0: Right. Oh, God.
1: Dig into your souls. Crush them into bits.
0: Let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, man. Give us ideas.
1: We're so out of it, this first podcast back, so many pauses. I know. And just like yelling about how emotional we are. Okay, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. You too. Oh, you were talking to
0: them. them. Not Not to you. Damn it. Okay, bye.